0: The right habits put you in control of your health, relationships, mindset, and more. But most people lack the tools to stick with those habits long enough to see results. That is about to change. Welcome to the Unshakable Habits Podcast with your host, Habit Change Specialist and Speaker, Stephen Box. Join us each week as experts share their stories, experiences, and insights And give you the tools to build unshakable habits so you can live life on your terms. It's time to take your habits from unsustainable to unshakable.
1: Welcome to another episode of the Unshakable Habits podcast. I am your host, Stephen Box. And I am joined today by Jacob Craig, the author of Inspiring Leaders in Health and Fitness. Jacob, thanks for joining me today, man.
2: Hey, thank you, Stephen. It's great to be on here. I love uh, learning what you're doing. And no, it's great to be on. So thank you so much for having me.
1: Definitely appreciate you being here, man. We're going to jump into your story today. And it's, and it's a bit of a unique story from any of the other guests that I've had on the show. But before we do that, I do want to remind our audience about the Unshakable Framework. And the purpose of this framework is to help you identify the parts in Jacob's story as he goes through it that helped him to create his Unshakable Habits. So the first thing is we all need a vision. A vision is different than a goal because a goal is a very specific thing we oftentimes do not have much control over achieving that thing. But a vision, that's who we are. It's our behaviors, it's our attitudes, it's our thoughts. That's the things that we have control over, so that's what we want to set. The second part of the framework is to build skills. Or if there are already skills that we have, sometimes we just need to remember that we have them and utilize them. And finally, that third part, if you have the skills that need to be built, You have to build them and the way we do that is through repetition and daily action. So that's going to be our unshakable framework. Just keep that in mind as you hear Jacob's story, because that's what's going to allow you to apply what he's going to share with you today to your own life. So Jacob, tell me a little bit about this book that you wrote because you took a little bit of a unique approach in in writing this book.
2: Yeah. Yeah. No. uh, Unlike what people may think I, you know, and people might, get turned off just by me saying this, but I didn't, you know, I'm not certified in health and fitness. I don't have a degree in health and fitness. I'm simply somebody who was very, very interested in improving my health and fitness. Um, I'm an engineer by trade, but I decided to, you know, spend my extra time learning on topics of self-improvement. I've always been interested in people in the motivation and success space. And I was getting to a point in my life where I just wasn't comfortable with where I was with my health and fitness. I was, you know, working out a little bit and, you know, I was running, say, five, six miles a week and I thought my diet was okay, but things were just catching up to me. I guess um, I was catching up to, you know, around 20 years old and I just noticed my weight was just creeping up, creeping up, creeping up. And, um, you know, I I was like, I, I got... A good 50, 60 pounds to lose. Like how am I gonna <laughs> how am I gonna do this? I I've, I've been doing things, I don't notice a difference. So yeah. Um I got turned down the path of looking for podcasts that really helped me. And what I realized is there's so many different individuals in the health and fitness space that I wanted to, you know, find all different programs, find what works out, what different programs that they have and why they work for thousands and thousands of people, because, you know, obviously, if they've influenced that many, um, you know, it really must mean it works for some people. So I want to learn about it, find the programs that work for me. Um, And so I decided I was going to write a book while I did it to kind of help reinforce that information for myself, as well as help share that information if people get the same value out of it as I do. So Ah, uh, this first book, like you mentioned, inspiring leaders in health and fitness, and it's volume one because I planned on writing on twelve different individuals, and I will write on the other six uh, in the future. Uh, but this first six, you know, I try to grab uh, the greatest variety that I could, so it has physical therapists, nutritionists, strength and conditioning coaches, and talks about how they built their platform, as well as. Uh, you know what's involved in their programs, what tips and tricks they give on their podcasts, in their books, and things like that. So I really get to know the ins and outs of their program, as well as, um, you know, get to know them. It really has made me appreciate getting to know the author behind a book, and that's something that the podcast world has really kind of developed. as you get to know the person, um, and you get to see how much work they're really putting into. Uh, positively affect as many people as possible. So it's really a fascinating thing. Um, And so through my book, Inspiring Leaders in Health and Fitness, I really try to give an unbiased approach on all these people and uh, really just say their backgrounds, the tips and tricks they give and let people, you know, decide what program they want to follow for themselves. You know, there's people in this book, some of them are more of like a keto style diet, some are more a balance between carbs and fats. Uh, sort of diet if you want to focus on muscle building um and some are um you know strictly plant-based so you have all that variety and you know some are focused on sleep um and so there's such a wide variety so that people really anybody can gain uh gain some helpful information, um, no matter, you know, what area of life that they're in. And the great thing is I was kind of worried that, you know, people would see it as just a series of biographies and, you know, think of it as just boring to read. A lot of times people aren't interested in just strict, you know, dense biography, but these are just 15 pages on each person. So people are finding it uh, much easier to read and also getting some great valuable information that can help them as well. Um, so yeah, I, uh, like I said, I, I work as an engineer. I'm just kind of, this has really just been a passion of mine to yep. help share information in the self-improvement space. Um, and I'm also moving towards this next book is going to be inspiring leaders in motivation and success. So right now I'm reading on David Goggins and what he, um, is educating people on and building a hard mindset. And yep. it's, it's very interesting how, health, fitness, motivation, success, they're all very relatable because what is, what is a health and fitness program if you can't get people to adhere to it? Um, and it, yeah. And as you know, as a physical trainer, I'm sure you've, that's the toughest thing is getting people to stay consistent with what you're trying to accomplish. Right.
1: Yeah. You know, it's funny you mentioned that because I actually was interviewed on a podcast the other day. And they were asking, you know, how did I go through my career? Like, how did I add all these different certifications over time? And for me, it started off as I was just doing fitness and I got some people results, but I wasn't happy with the results I was getting for people overall. So I started studying nutrition and that got more people results, but there were still people who weren't getting results. Mm -hmm. So then I started studying behavior change. And then that really helped me get a lot of people results. But there were still those few people that weren't getting results. And then that's when I started realizing, you know, fitness and nutrition are important, but they're actually a a small part of the overall picture. Because things like stress management, sleep, Hmm. recovery, having good relationships, emotional health, all these different areas, they do interact with each other, even if we think they're separate things. And so it wasn't until and that's where the unshakable habits branding came in was, it was my me moving away from just being a fitness and nutrition person, and moving into this bigger space, because you're absolutely right. All those things, they're they're interconnected. And if you don't have that behavior component, then nothing else is really going to change
2: yeah yeah no the whole the whole self-improvement space you know a lot of people get turned off by the word self-help and really the whole new world the self-improvement self-development is uh, what people are calling it nowadays and there's just so much to it and it's all so deeply incorporated and uh, it's really finding it's not only finding what you know health programs and fitness programs work for you, but it's finding, you know, your path in life, finding yeah. what you're passionate about. And it really starts with you and being your best you so that you can, you know, then uh help others if that's your, you know, what you want to do, or really just finding what you're passionate about, um and finding what success means to you in that sense. So that's definitely a uh a rabbit hole we can get into in defining success and things like that. Yeah. Um but, no, it is, it's important for people to set goals for themselves in order to reach, you know, where they want to be in a year or five years. You know, a lot of people just don't take the time to, to reflect. Um, and uh, I'll, I'll share something deep to kind of so you understand kind of my headspace where it's at. Um, you know, when I was born, I was, I was born with a subarachnoid cyst, which is a, basically a brain tumor. Um, and when I was two years old, that's when they found it. And I ended up having a seizure. They operated on me. Mm -hmm. Um, and all they're able to do because the brain is so delicate, they're able to pop it. So the fluid's still there and whatnot, and it's technically still there. So they said, if I hit my head, uh, head hard enough that it could come back. And so I've always had that on my conscious. It's kind of always been kind of a weight there to think about. And it's so to me, it's, you know, life is short. You have to make the most out of life, and to me, when I was growing up, that kind of meant, you know, spending time with friends, family, and enjoying it. Um, whereas now that I'm grown up and older, it's really trying to make an impact and contribute in the best way that I can. And it's, like I said, it was it was dealt with when I was younger, but it definitely has had an impact on me. And I'm not saying that everybody needs to have that wake up call, that wake up yeah. moment. It's really just finding. Having that realization of how important it is to, um, you know, go down that path of self improvement and try to be the best you that you can be so that you can, you know, just be a more positive person in general and start reaching goals for yourself.
1: Yeah. You said something there that I I find so intriguing because, and I've had this happen with a couple of different guests. And so I want to kind of bring some some highlight to this. Okay, You talk about how you were born with this tumor. And it's the kind of thing that you, you acknowledged it, right? It's, it's there. You, you admitted to the fact that it's, even to this day, it's kind of on your mind. It's something that's had an impact on your life, you know, both positively and negatively, but where your clear mindset shift is from maybe somebody else is you aren't looking at it as a hindrance right i mean you're you're an engineer you know how many people if they had something that was going on with their actual brain would might say i'm not smart enough to be an engineer mm. i have i have this brain issue i'm i'm not smart enough to be an engineer right but you you didn't allow that to hold you back. Instead, you used it as a catalyst to say, you know what? I don't know how much time I have. I might live to be 100. I m- might not, you know, whatever. So I'm just going to live every day. Mm-hmm. And I think that's something that so often people will overlook is just that slight shift in perspective change. And I remember one of my, my guests, she was saying that, like 90, I think it was like 80 or 90% of our thoughts and feelings are actually subconscious. Hmm. Then most of what we actively think about isn't really, it's, it's like scratching the surface of our actual thoughts. Interesting. It's mostly subconscious. And so I, you probably have never even thought about the fact that you view it that way. It's just, to you, it's just a natural thing. And, and I think that highlights what I try to teach people, which is it's not about you trying to like pump yourself up and give yourself, you know, false positive mindset stuff. It really is about creating that vision. It's about like, what kind of person do you want to be? And it sounds like part of your vision without you ever sitting down and calling it that was you wanted to be someone who lived life to the fullest. You wanted to be someone who became the best person you could be and the kind of person who could have a positive impact on the lives of other people. And that was the vision for who Jacob wanted to be.
2: Yeah, you've absolutely hit hit the nail on the head. And I've I've actually said that to people is you know that's how I live life. That's something that has stuck with me is you know if if you know when I die and this is <laughs> you know but it's it's come up before you know I I want people to you know recognize that I tried to live life to the fullest. You know, I've actually you know, said that to people and it's, you know, something that I find important. Every day is absolutely a gift, no matter who you are, whether you have, um, a condition or you don't have a condition, you never know, you know, the amount of risk that we put in just by driving in a car every day or flying. You never know what can happen. And so, um, absolutely every day is a gift and we need to recognize that and that our time is, uh, short and it's not to be, you know negative about it but it's you know it's it's the truth um and if you want to start bettering yourself stop you know making excuses for yourself and realize that you have so much power um to change what you want to change and it's it's really an incre- incredible thing if you um you know and that's another thing just listening to these people from the self improvement space just what they're able to accomplish what one person is able to do is really, really an amazing thing. Um, so I, I also have a uh, morning live stream that I do every day. Through it's on, it's mainly through Facebook, but I also do YouTube, Twitch, things like that. And today we were talking about uh, Walt Disney, and uh, it was actually a, two of his quotes because they were pretty related. And one of them was saying, "I don't," he said, "I don't follow any other." Uh, you know, motion picture artist. I'm not influenced by any other motion picture mm-hmm. artist. And why that's really inspiring is he, you know, what he was able to accomplish mm-hmm. just as one person, the fact that he didn't have a major influence in his main form of artwork, but what he was yeah. able to build just from himself as one, you know, what yeah. he was able to accomplish and how many people he was able to influence as well as hire through Disney. It's mm-hmm. just absolutely incredible what one person can do. So that's something that we talked about today. So that it's interesting how that relates. in.
1: Yeah, and it's funny when you did you say that because the first thing that popped in my mind when you said that was what if he had followed someone else? What if he had been inspired by somebody else? Would his creativity have actually been stymied by the fact that he was now looking at this other person and thinking oh that's how i have to do things
2: right right well there there's also a uh, it it can inspire people too to yeah. you know look at people who are higher up and kind of set a higher bar for themselves than what yeah. they have currently you need to you know see what's possible in order to achieve it that's another way to see it too is uh yeah. a, another thing is um i watched a ted talk recently that was Uh, Rodney Mullen, a professional uh, skateboarder, Mm -hmm. Um, and if amazing, incredible, incredible guy. Um, And if what he's saying, his main message is talking about skateboarders and how, if you watch the X Games, you know, 20 years ago when Tony Hawk first did the 900, it's this huge, huge, huge moment. Um, And now we're seeing 14, 15 year olds doing. Things that are bigger than that, and if they just do it like it's a drop of a hat. It's absolutely nothing, and it's because you're putting yourself in that environment. Yeah. You're with those type of people, and you set that new bar, and you realize what's possible. So that's another way to see it and really get inspired. Of it so there's really two sides um, where you know creativity can really it takes so many different forms, and there's so many different ways yeah. to to look at it.
1: And, and I think this is an important differentiation that for people to understand. And, and I, I brought this up, and I'm glad that you brought up the kind of the counterpoint to it is when you look at what people do, the what isn't the important thing, right? I mean, we see this all the time, I mean, you just studied a whole bunch of fitness and nutrition, and you just talked about the fact with all these different diet approaches and different exercise approaches and everything else. So we get so caught up sometimes in, oh, I have to do keto, or, oh, mm-hmm. I have to do this, or I have to do CrossFit, or I have to, you know, do nothing but cardio or, or whatever, <laughs> right? And so we get caught up in the specifics. And the thing is, it's never the what, it's always the why. That's, yep. that's what we need yep. to understand. So, like, when, you know, you use the, the X Games example. I mean, yeah, it's cool to be able to say, okay, I saw this person do this, right? But if you just were like, I'm just going to copy Tony Hawk and you <laughs> never pushed yourself to go beyond that, then we wouldn't be seeing 14-year-olds do harder stuff now, right? Because no one would have pushed themselves beyond that point. They would have been like, that's the pinnacle. That's it. We're done. Right, right. So so there has to be a, a point where you say, you know what? I'm going to take what I'm seeing and not just emulate it, but understand it, develop those skills, you know, just like going back to that framework that we talked about vision, I want to be that and more, right? I want to be the person who does that kind of stuff, skills, what skills do I need to develop to, to get those skills, you need to understand how to hop on the skateboard, how to do the actual tricks. And then you have to practice every single day, and you have to push yourself. Yep. when you do those things that's how you become even better than the people who were inspiring to you
2: yeah yeah no that's that's a great a great way to do it i mean a great way to say it no matter what you're trying to what you're trying to accomplish um like when it comes to the book and trying to develop a vision for the book i really didn't know what the end result would be and yeah. you know i would could have never imagined you know where that I'd be able to develop something like this. And yeah. the the fact is, it's not just me. It's, it's you know, a team that I built while doing that. And I never realized, you know, that's kind of the uh, oxymoron of self-publishing. It really takes a team. And that's what yeah. I said at the end of my book is, you know, that's the uh, biggest mi- misconception I had going into it was that self-publishing. I could do it all myself. I could publish yeah. a book on 12 people in one year. It took me two years to publish a book on six. <laughs> um, and it just shows you know the amount of work that goes into it and the amount you can invest it, into it if you yep. want to build the best thing that you can possibly build. Um, and so that takes you know vision into skills and figuring out what skills I want to implement and then what skills I want to hire out. And then the attributes of it is, you know, pushing it further than that, and developing this this platform that I'm trying to develop, and making sure, you know, I'm I'm still working to find what exactly works for me. Now, now I have these tools to be able to, okay, if I want to cut weight, I know what I need to do. If I want to try and bulk up, I have a framework in mind that I could use, um, you know, and I have all these things that sort of worked for me, um, and I can also, you know sort of guide people based on what kind of approach they're looking for, or, and it's, it's really anything, if they're looking for information on goal setting, if they're looking for information on, um, you know, anything self-improvement wise, then, you know, I can kind of guide them in a direction of a person to, to follow. Um, and, you know, just, uh, help them with that realization of self-improvement and how many people are out there trying to give value to you. And you just have to, you know, stop giving excuses for yourself, like I was saying, and just start, you start somewhere and soon enough, you'll be bettering yourself. And uh, yeah, it's all like you're saying, building that vision, building those skills and then implementing those skills. Um, and, uh, it, it's funny cause that really relates to how I guide people on building confidence. If you'd like me to kind of go into that.
1: Yeah, I, I do. Before you talk about that, I do want to kind of point out something that you mentioned that I think is such an insightful thing is that the idea in and of itself of a self-help book is a bit of an oxymoron, right? Because mm. by buying a book and having someone else help you. is not really self help. Because the, the idea behind self help when you when you hear the term, people think that means I'm doing it on my own. What self help means is you are taking the actions, you are taking responsibility for the results that you get. That doesn't mean you have to do it alone. Yeah,
2: yeah. Yeah, you so I just, just want
1: to point out cuz you brought that up and that was such a great point that we don't do any of this stuff on our own.
2: Yeah, and that and that's a a powerful realization. Uh the person I'm studying right now, David Goggins, would tell you the opposite that motivation is crap and it's all you and you got to figure it out for yourself and that and that's true in a sense. You could think of it as, you know, all these people are telling you things and they get you motivated. But if you don't push yourself, if you don't emulate those things, if you don't, you know, it really comes down to nobody's going to hold you accountable but yourself. Um, But what you're saying, I 100% agree with. There's so much power in learning from different people that inspire you. And Mm -hmm. you can have idols that you don't personally know that you follow that, you know, give you an example and show you what's possible. Um, And that's the insanely powerful thing. Um, And like I said, the podcast space has really shown a light towards that. Um, And it gives me a whole nother meaning when I'm reading a book to really get to know the author. Um, You know, how many times do we read a book or we watch a movie and we don't know the author, we don't know the writer, the director, But if we do know the writer, we you know, whether it's a TV show or whether it's a book, you know, we start to look for cues where I I see where her comedy came in or I see where his, mm-hmm. you know, his attributes of what I've seen in his other films. Or yeah. um, if you know the the writer kind of, you know, their background and you know that they're out there and what they're trying to accomplish with their book, with their film. And it, it really gives a whole nother meaning to um entertainment and, uh, you know, the quality of what you're reading and watching.
1: Yeah. It's, it's funny. You, you mentioned, you know, the whole idea with motivation and self-motivation versus external motivation. And I'm sure that this is going to tie into the conversation you're about to have about the confidence, because I think what some people overlook is yes, Ultimately, motivation has to be internal. You can't have someone follow you around forever, pumping you up, right? It's just not realistic. But on the other hand, if you don't have the skills yet, you only know what you know. And the things you know today can only take you so far. Right, right. Sometimes you have to have somebody else come along who knows more than you. So, for example, when you're writing your book, right, you didn't sit down to write a book originally. You basically sat down to take notes mm-hmm. to reinforce this for yourself. So when you decided to turn it into a book, you had never written a book before, right? This was your right. first book. Right. So you had no idea what self-published lean looked like. You didn't know how to edit a book. You didn't know how to do any of that stuff. Yep. So how did you kind of go about that process of figuring that out?
2: So that was basically that extra year. Like I said, I I could have just jotted things down on paper and basically thrown it up on Amazon as a PDF and said, there you go. Cause they're, they're you know, regulations or what, I don't know how to, the word for it, their requirements mm-hmm. for a book aren't insane. I think it just needs to be 20 pages or something like that. Yeah. Um, But I wanted to develop something that I was proud of, that people could actually take and find quality in. Um, So I did hire an editor. I did find a person to design my book cover because those are things that are important. I want to give the best quality. um, And it's not about the product. It's, you know, in turn, being able to give value to people. And if it's not something that people believe is going to give value to them, then they're not going to pick it up. So it's about yep. being able to make that impact. And yep. um, the better I can present the book. And so what I did is basically spent, like I said, maybe maybe not a year of that time. Well, a year of that time was publishing. But while I was doing that was learning from people, trying to find other writers and reading books on self-publishing through Amazon and trying, you know, finding what path I wanted to take, what works. Um, And, you know, it's really gone great for me so far. Um, And uh, yeah, so that's really kind of how I went about that. And Mm -hmm. so I really need to, even as I'm doing this now, I'm still developing skills. And now I need to, now that it's been out for a few months, I've been working on marketing ever since, but also trying to write the next book while doing that. Um, So it's, it's really trying to, and, and if I'm not producing content, then that's, you know, I I never want to get away from, you know, the, the bare part of it. I'm a writer. That's what I do. I want to keep writing, keep, you know, finding more information that can help people. So I'll never stop doing that, but I also need yeah. to build skills in the background to, you know, help make a bigger impact. So there's always things from self-publishing to um, marketing and things like that, that I'm always trying to improve on and build skills so that I can be the best uh,
1: author yeah. that I can be. So I want to kind of walk people through this, because I think one thing that happens a lot of times with people when they're trying to create either some kind of habit or they're trying to achieve something is they underestimate just how much they have to learn sometimes to do it right we (laughs) underestimate the the pure volume of skills that need to be developed here so just for you to write a book right (laughs) so so first of all at some point in your life you had to learn to read Uh Uh you had to learn to write okay we now You might laugh about that. If somebody's out there, they might be laughing, like, of course, the nudists had to read and write, right? (laughs) But those are skills at some point in life you had to develop. I mean, you didn't need them at the moment you are writing the book to come along and and learn them. But you, at some point, did have to develop them. And had you not developed them, you would have had to develop them before you could write the book. Yep. Then you had to be able to take your ideas – your thoughts the things that made sense to you because you had context around them you would listen to hours and hours of podcasts you had read the books you'd done all this stuff to have all the context around your thoughts Mm -hmm. and you had to be able to consolidate into 15 minutes these most important things about these people without all the extra context and make it make sense to your audience. And right. that is a skill in and of itself. You may have already had it it may be something you had to develop, but it is a skill that had to be there. right Then when it came to say getting your book cover done, okay you had to actually learn how to communicate what you were looking for in that. you had to maybe learn how to go out and find somebody. you had you reached out to different authors you got information on right. how do I even go about finding a book cover designer. Yep. I just go pay somebody five bucks on Fiverr. Am I going to get <laughs> crap if I do that? Probably so. What's well, a better alternative, right? Yep, yep. And so so you had to develop all these skills, and that's, that's like, tip of the iceberg. We haven't even covered, like, probably half the skills you had to learn. And, yeah. and then that's not even um, getting into your marketing and possibly public speaking and yep. all this stuff.
2: No, you're, you're doing a great job at basically summarizing, you know, broad gist of what i had to do without getting into the the nitty-gritty of it i mean there's a lot of skills that go into publishing and someone might see a ebook on amazon like i said you you could just publishing something publish something simple but i wanted to take it to the best quality that i possibly could and i had a vision for it and so um someone might look at my book on amazon and see oh it's 25 dollars for the hardcover that's crazy yeah well I needed it. You know, I had a vision for it, for it to be a, I have portraits in the book of the people. I'll show you one of them. So I had an artist uh, make portraits of each, each individual. Um, And it took me a few different artists to find, you know, the person that I wanted to use for them. And they really just, I just loved the quality of, yeah, it's really, it just looks like a photo, just looks like a photo. Um, And it's really incredible. And so I needed the book to be color. I'm not going to put out a black and white. Um, I I want it to be the best quality possible. So the ebook, you can go on Amazon, you can find it for $8. If you just want to spend the $8, check the book out. Um, Or if you like ebooks, then there you go. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then if you decide you want the hardcover, yeah, it's going to be $25. It actually has a sale right now. I don't know how long amazon's gonna do this for i didn't set it they have i think their prime day they're leading up for so i think all books are on discount right now so it's actually like 19 dollars, which is insane Um, but no it's really uh it's important to me to make it the best quality possible and so um like i said i had a vision for it and it really exceeded all expectations because i was able to find people that were able to do Better things than I ever possibly could. I can't be a book cover designer and a writer and an editor and a proofreader. <laughs> you know, I, I need yeah. so I had a team of like forty proofreaders, and you 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 find out how to do yeah. this, how to build that community, and how to. Um, it, it's really a you know a very interesting process. I learned to love the process. It's very different than what I do as an engineer every day. It kind of gives me my you know creative. Side and also just feeling fulfilled in being able to help people and educate them, and uh, also learning more constantly myself. So it's kind of you know getting more into uh, into it. It's really been a a fun process, and uh, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. And and the thing is, honestly, that applies to writing a book, losing weight, right, getting promoted at work becoming a better speaker, becoming a better spouse, better parent, all of those roles that we play in life, all of those things that we want to accomplish, they all come back to vision, skills, actions. Mm -hmm. The framework is the same no matter what you want to accomplish. The only thing that changes is the skills and the actions.
2: Yep, yep, yeah, you got to find... What works for you? Everybody's path is going to be different, yep. and uh, it's a great, a great way to put it. And uh, everybody's going to develop different skills. And uh, a, a amazing concept that I read about, and it's from um, uh, it's a book where. It's The History of Innovation, and it's Where Good Ideas Come From by Stephen Johnson. That's the t- main oh. title of the book, Where Good Ideas Come From by Stephen Johnson. And he has this idea, basically, every skill that you build, you're expanding what he calls your adjacent possible.
1: Uh, yeah. So
2: basically, yep, yeah, where you're I at now... Journal. Where you're at now, there's so many different paths you can take. If you learn a new skill, you're opening all these other doors and all these other things you can do that expand what's possible for you. And it's really just a fascinating kind of mind blowing concept that I I love. Um, and it's it's a great way to think about it and really try to. You know, expand, and it's important to you know test yourself and make yourself uncomfortable here and there. Push your boundaries, um, and that's what's gonna. You know, it, it's important to fail and yeah. uh, find what really works for you. Um, and and you know that the adjacent possible. I just love 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 that concept.
1: Yeah, it's it's a great concept because if you if you spend a lot of time doing interviews like this with people what you start to hear over and over again in people's story is how they never end up exactly where they thought they would, but almost always you can connect the dots from point A to point B. And the reason why is because of exactly what you just talked about. And it's the matter of, I did this thing, and now two or three other possibilities that are adjacent to that thing opened up. And I decided to pursue one of those. And then when I did that, it opened up several more possibilities. And so there's always going to be a loose connection between the original thing because the original thing is your, that's your original vision. That's what you're working toward. But you start to realize there's different paths to getting there.
2: Yeah. Yeah. It kind of branches your second to your third point, you know, developing new skills and being able to expand what's possible and then, you know, taking a certain route and getting there. Um, and it's, you know, definitely a empowering way to, to think about it. You know, a lot of people think they're stuck the way they are because of, you know, their genes or what's happened to them when they were younger. Um, and it's important to know that, like I said, you have so much power, and what you can do in life i never you know five years ago i wouldn't be able to imagine that i would be an author a speaker and all these things and i worked towards it and took a different path than just being i shouldn't say just being an engineer there's so many different paths to go down just in that realm um but, you know, it's, it's uh, it. And that's something that has really helped me, you know, just make every year my best year ever is by exploring that and saying, yeah. you know, five years ago, I would have never known that I have been here and I'm doing things that I wasn't doing last year. Um, and it really just, it gives a whole new meaning to, to life in general.
1: Love it, man. Love it. So one of the most important skills that at least I think that people can develop, is a mindset skill. And that is confidence, a.k.a. belief. And so that's something you, you mentioned that you help people with. And I think it's important for the main reason that if you don't believe that something's possible, it won't be. Yep. I mean, because you, you'll sabotage yourself at the end of the day. So developing confidence is super important. So what is your process for helping people do that?
2: Absolutely. And this is a, uh, a topic, you know, something that I was thinking of when I was getting ready for one of my uh, morning live streams. Like I said, I go live every morning through Facebook. If you just look me up, Jacob Craig on Facebook, you can find it. Um, and I just go live and share my morning routine every day. So I just go over a quote with people And we talk about the concept behind the quote. And so a topic of confidence came up one day. And I was just thinking to myself, man, what's really going to help people? What's an implementable tool that can really help them gain confidence? What are the different ways? So what I came up with was an acronym. So I say you got to put in the reps. Okay, there's R-E-P. Uh, you need to first start and reflect. And Like I said before, a lot of people, the vast majority of people do not take the time to reflect, to think to themselves where they are at, where they yeah. want to be in the next year, five years, 10 years, and to sit down and think, what are the areas in my life that I can use improvement on? Mm-hmm. Nobody Does that so? Reflection could also mean it could mean journaling, it could be talking to a friend, a family member, it could be uh, talking to a therapist if you need a therapist. You know, there's so many different ways to think about that to find where you need to improve and to understand yourself better. Um, So, that's that's reflection, that's the R, and then E is education, so, educating yourself through books through podcasts and through things like that, that Mm -hmm. obviously, like you were saying, basically knowledge is power. You know, being able to develop knowledge that's going to help you, you know, not only understand what's possible, but help you find what's going to work for you, what's going to push you to that next level. And then the last part is the P. If you're reflecting and you're educating yourself, that's a great start. But if you're not putting in the practice to get there, then you're not going to go anywhere with it. So you need to implement, you know, what you've learned and you need to put in the practice every day. And that's what's really going to get you to build that confidence
1: and to get where you want to be. So. Yeah. so so, now this is the funny thing here, because we did not talk about this at all before the show. <laughs> no. Right? <laughs> no. Nope. So, so, so let, let's, let's, let's back up here for a second. All right. So what, what is R? Yep, yeah, Reflection. Okay, and reflection is what recognizing where you are and where you yep. want to be. You could say does that. Sound, vision. Does that sound kind of like a vision? Yeah, yeah. You could you could say that. <laughs> Education. Hmm. Does that sound like skill development?
2: Yeah, 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 yeah. You educate yourself
1: so that you can find new tools and new skills. Pr- in practice, that that sounds kind of like <laughs> actions, right? <laughs> so, so what we've discovered here is. We're the same person. We're the I mean, same person, ago, yes. <laughs> so, so what we've discovered here is no matter what terminology you use, what you call it, this is the framework to achieve things, yep. to get things done.
2: And it's it's resounded throughout this whole interview. You know, we've talked about all these concepts here and there. Yep. Um and it's just related. I mean, because you you drove this with your framework, um, and this is yep. just Another way to another way to see it, another way yeah. to get where you want to go. And everybody's definition of success, everybody's um, yeah. where they want to get to in life is different. Everybody's yeah. path is different. Quit yeah. comparing yourself to other people and also stop making excuses for yourself and start somewhere.
1: Yeah, I will say one of my very favorite phrases is one of my mentors, uh, co-founder of Precision Nutrition, Dr. John Berardi said it's not a race you're not behind and i'm like when when he said it i'm like you're right it's not a race what i mean i, I think part of it is we kind of get caught up on this idea of on one hand it's the, the life is short message and so we think well i have to cram as much as i can into that time right. and what we sometimes miss is If you get so caught up on, I have to achieve all the things you miss out on the joy of the journey. Right. It's really about the journey. It's not really about the outcomes because most of the time when we get to the thing, it's not as fulfilling as we think it's going to be. It's the journey of getting there. That's, that's where all the fun happens.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, one of the people that I was studying while I was, uh, developing my book, Inspiring Leaders in Health and Fitness, is Mike Matthews, who's a muscle building coach. But like I said, motivation is wrapped in so much to it and goal setting and things like that. And something that has really, really stuck with me, probably more than anything of anything I heard or read while I was doing it was that Um, really the journey of self-development and self-improvement and, you know, basically being able to find where you need improvement and keep working towards that. And it's a never ending race. You're never going to reach it and be like, okay, I've made it. Um, And that's the beautiful thing is that there's always, there's always a, you know, bigger thing, a Uh, another thing you could accomplish. Um, Like right now, I'm, like I said, I'm learning from David Goggins, who's a motivational speaker. And he was a, he had a very tough childhood, um, was raised, kind of told and felt like he wasn't going to be anything. uh, And he got to a point where he said enough is enough. He uh, ends up becoming a Navy SEAL. And then Mm after becoming a Navy SEAL, he says, you know, I'm not stopping there. You know, now he's a speaker from all these places, as well as a ultra marathon runner who has done 60 plus ultra marathons. And many, many, many of those are over hundred mile races. So this is somebody, uh, so many people, he was saying, you know, reach that, uh, you know, they had people in their family that were Navy SEALs. So all they wanted in their life was to become a Navy SEAL. And once they hit that pinnacle, they, they're they satisfied. Well, you can keep taking it a step further and find a different path and um, expand that adjacent possible like we were talking about. And that's what I learned from all the people in my yeah. book is that, you know, they're so inspiring and so um, into just helping as many people as possible. And they're still working to do that. They never reach a point where they just, okay, they build their supplement company and they're making all the money off that. So now they don't need to do the speaking anymore and they don't need to see clients anymore. They don't need to write more books. No, they're still doing all of those things to mm-hmm. because the bigger picture is just making a bigger impact and helping as many people as humanly possible. And it's it's just a very inspiring thing. And it, it, you know, you can tell that it's their inspiration. It's what keeps them going. Um, and it's just a very powerful, powerful, uh, realization of self-improvement
1: in general. So. Yeah. I, I know one person that I used to, uh, interact with and follow quite a bit. I remember, you know, he was at a point where he didn't need to do anything. He'd been in the industry for over 20 years. He had built a huge reputation, and he didn't need to do anything financially. Mm-hmm. But every now and then he would just like hop up in his Facebook group and go, Hey, guys, I just opened 10 slots in my schedule. So if you want to go schedule call with me, and I mean, it was like, I think a 100 bucks or whatever to, to schedule a call with him, which some people would think, you know, like, oh, you know, if he doesn't need the money, why is he charging for it? Well, you know, there, there's, there's reasons for that. Um, Number one is that people don't take things very seriously if they don't have some kind of investment in it. Right. 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 But I mean, you got to think that this is somebody who, if somebody came to him and said, Hey, I want to hire you to coach me one-on-one. He's not charging them a hundred bucks an hour. He's charging them $10,000 for an hour of his time. So for him to charge a hundred bucks is like nothing. Like he's really just doing that to get you to be accountable for showing up and, and applying what you get out of the call. But it goes back to exactly what you were just saying. If you look at people who have had long-term success, it's not that they stop necessarily doing some of the stuff because maybe they get to a point where they can no longer do it. Like It's easy to do one-on-one coaching when you have like 150 people following you, right? Mm. Maybe even when like a 1,000 people are following, you can still handle coaching people one-on-one you get to a point where you have 500,000 yeah. million people following you, it's impossible for you to still be able to handle coaching people one on one and be able to take care of everybody, you'd literally be coaching people for the rest of your life, right? But that doesn't mean that those people don't still want to invest in people. And that's where they're going on podcasts. They're doing interviews. They're making videos. They're putting out programs. They're still trying to find ways to invest in people and provide value. And I I think that's, you know, what I see in you as well. You're, you know, obviously not at the point where you have a million followers yet. (laughs) You'll get there. You'll get there. But you do have.
2: Don't get my confidence too high. (laughs)
1: But but you do have a vision for what you want your life to look like, and I think that's such an important thing. And that's what I love so much about your story is that none of it is about you. Everything that you've said today, everything that you talked about when we did our pre-interview, everything I've seen about you has been about you adding value to other people's lives. And and I love that about your about your story and and about what you're doing.
2: Well, thank you, thank you. Yeah, I um. I mean, it's just truthfully because I enjoy it. And like I said, the main thing is just trying to contribute and help people in any way that I can. And I have all this knowledge if I can help share that knowledge and, you know, help people better themselves and improve their own lives. You know, it. and it's not, it, there's that tough conundrum where it's really, you know, them doing the work and it's self-improvement. You need to find that motivation. You can listen to me talk all you want, but until you Decide you're going to start taking steps to get where you want to go um then you're never going to get there but it uh no that's it's it's just a empowering thing to me and there's no reason for me to stop um i i Love what I'm doing. I love the people that I meet, whether it's, you know, somebody who finds my content interesting and they want to ask me questions or want to uh, give me their perspective on something. I love just getting to meet people and talking to them and seeing uh, the different you know paths that, that people go. Um, And, and also being able to talk to people like you and other people in the space who are doing very similar things, just trying to give value to people. And, and what people don't understand is the majority of these people, uh, it, it takes a long time to build something like this, and you need to have that passion behind it if you're going to get anywhere. And, um, it, it's, it's a, uh, it's important just to have that realization that, you know, we're, we're not in for it for the money. I'm two or three years into it. And I have a couple websites. I have, you know, the book I got to maintain, I have all these commitments and it's, it, to me, it honestly doesn't feel like anything because I love what I'm doing. Yeah. But you know, I I can honestly say right now I'm still negative years after <laughs> years after doing it. But there's no reason for me to to stop. I'm gonna write a volume yeah. two of inspiring leaders in health and fitness. I'm gonna write uh, inspiring leaders in motivation and success because I love doing this, and it's I you know, am in the ropes for, I understand it's going to be a 10 year process. If I want to write two volumes of inspiring leaders and motivation and success and two in health and fitness, um, I understand that. And it's going to help me learn more. It's going to help, you know, educate other people and provide value to them. And it's just the best way I can see to try and make an impact and, um, you know, there's all these other things that I'm working on as well, and I just enjoy enjoy doing it. Um, and and you know, it, it's great. Like I said, to meet people like you and see how many people uh, there are just trying to spread positivity um, and help as many people as possible. I mean, it's it's not an easy thing. It's a big commitment, but understanding the uh, the passion behind it is uh is pretty incredible. So.
1: Yeah, and I will say, I definitely appreciate that, man. I appreciate, I feel very blessed to have a variety of guests come on. I've had some people who have been super successful in their life, and they've been willing to come on and share their passion. I've had people like yourself that are up and coming, and you're willing to come on and share your knowledge and your insights, and especially being willing to open up and share maybe some of those things that... We a lot of times are scared to share with people, um, so I appreciate you you being honest and open with us and, and giving us some insight into some of the struggles because that's what being unshakable is about. Being unshakable isn't about being perfect; it's about having the ability to stick with it, not just when things get hard, but especially when things get hard. Yeah. So yeah. So I appreciate I appreciate you modeling that for us today, man. Really do. Thank you. Thank you.
2: Yeah, I. you know, a lot of people I'm sure may connect with this too, is I I really, you know, if if you want to define me, I'm more of a introvert, you know, I stick a lot to myself, but I do love people. um, And I, you know, I'm not, you know, (laughs) and I just am very into learning and trying to, uh, trying to share that information with others. And in order to do that, I need to push myself out of my comfort zone. and um you know develop new skills and really test myself in order to be better um and that's you know the key to to anything so yeah that's definitely uh it's it's a big thing
1: love it man love it so how can we help you get those million followers out there man how can people get a hold of you
2: Yep. So my website's right up there, uh, inspiringleaderscollective.com. I titled that because that's the name of my book series uh, from health and fitness to motivation and success kind of brings everything together. Um, On that website, you will also right in the middle smack dab, you'll find a link that has all of my socials from my Facebook to my YouTube channel to my Twitch channel. Uh, but I, I don't want to confuse people. The, my main website is that book series link. Um, and if they want to search me on Facebook, that's the main place that I post things and connect with people. So if you just search, uh, you can search at Inspiring Leaders Collective or you can search Jacob Craig on Facebook and you'll find me there. Um, and like I said, I go live every morning, Monday through Friday. You'll catch me on weekends sometimes. Um, and so if you want to talk to me live, get to know me more, um, ask me questions. And if you want to check out my book, you can go on, simply go on Amazon and search inspiring leaders in health and fitness. Um, and that's the way you can find my book and start there. That's probably honestly the, the best way to really start is with the book so that, you know, that's where, that's the core of the value that I bring is through through my writing and my book. So like I said, the ebook, if you go on Amazon is $8 and the uh, hardcover is uh, 25 Right now it's on sale, but uh, I'm not sure, you know, when this airs, if Amazon's going to keep that keep that going. Yep. Um so so you can go I would start there start on Amazon and if you want to check out more
1: about me there's my link inspiringleaderscollective.com. All right, cool. Appreciate it. So final final words do you have anything that we didn't get a chance to talk about that you want to put out there or do you have maybe a take home point that you want to leave everybody with?
2: Sure. I'll uh I'll say something that's stuck with me. Uh, it's something that my father actually to- told me growing up. Um, he said, never let money be an excuse not to do something. If you want to experience something, don't let money scare you from that. Uh, if that means, you know, traveling, if that means anything in life. Um, and that's powerful to me. It really stuck with me. And what I would add to that is, uh, don't let time or money scare you. So, you know, I, I'm, like I said, aware that this book process, everything I'm doing is a, a 10-year process. And people say, wow, I'm, I'm not ready for it. To, that, no, that's not what I signed up for. <laughs> I'm just trying to find a diet that works for me, that I can cut weight in 30 days, <laughs> you know. Um, but that's not what it's about. It's finding what works for you. It's finding your journey, exploring that. And the me- the main message is What I've been saying, you know, kind of throughout is stop making excuses, start somewhere um, and, you know, don't let time or money be that excuse. Um, And, you know, that's how you're going to start and find your passion is if you just, um, you know, start working. there's also a Dr. Phil quote that ties into that is in order to help anybody, you need to help yourself or you need to, um, you know, improve yourself so that you can be the best person that you can be. And that's really the uh, the starting point. And that's coming from somebody who his main goal is to help as many people. Dr. Phil is to help as many people as possible. Um, and, you know, the fact that it starts with yourself and realizing um, it's not only your health and fitness goals, it's your career, it's your relationships, it's everything. Figure out where you need to improve most stop making excuses
1: and just start somewhere. Love it, man. Love it. Definitely appreciate having you come on the show today, Jacob.
2: It was a a great pleasure talking to you, Stephen. I really, really appreciate the opportunity and getting to know more about you
1: and your work. So thank you so much for having me on. My pleasure, man. My pleasure. I just want to remind everyone, we will have another episode of the Unshakable podcast next week. And if you want to check out any of our past episodes or future episodes, you can subscribe to us on YouTube by going to unshakablehabits.com slash YouTube, or you can find us anywhere that your favorite podcasts are being played. I will see you all back next week. And just remember, you are not meant to be average. You can be unshakable.
0: Thanks for listening to the unshakable habits podcast. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please share it with others, post about it on social media, or leave a rating and review to catch all the latest. Please subscribe at unshakable slash YouTube or on your favorite podcast app. You can learn more about unshakable habits at unshakablehabits.com. until next week. Be unshakable, my friends.